Welcome back to another In the Know episode from Chasing Dramas. Today, we are catching you up on the latest Chinese entertainment news and gossip. We are your hosts, Karen and Kathy. This podcast is in English with proper nouns and certain phrases spoken in Mandarin Chinese. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter. We also do have a forum set up on our website, chasingdramas.com, so feel free to post there with any thoughts or discussion topics. Today, we're going to be spending some time talking about Fashion Week. I'm just curious, has anyone been to Fashion Week, either in New York, Milan, London, or Paris? I'm just curious as to what that is like, because I've definitely wandered around meatpacking in Chelsea in New York City during Fashion Week and have seen some gorgeous men and women walking around. But like a true New Yorker, you stare for maybe like, two seconds at most, and then go off on your own uh, merry day. The other tell for when it is Fashion Week is when there are so many tall and gorgeous people walking around, not just in meatpacking in Chelsea, and you're like, huh, they must all be models. And you're like, oh, it might be Fashion Week then. I do find it a little bit funny because I'm reading the New York Times and seeing all of the photos posted there on Western celebs going to the various shows uh, in recent weeks, such as Zendaya and Sophie Turner. And then on the flip side, you have these massively popular celebs from other countries for today, Chinese celebs, that I'm like, oh, I've seen this background. This seems to be the same show that this other celebrity was posting on uh, photos for on uh, Weibo. So... We had the Milan Fashion Week that occurred in the last week of February. And then we also had, I, I don't think it was like a true Fashion Week in Paris, but there was a lot of shows that just happened this past weekend. We talked about these or mentioned these a few weeks ago and are now back with updates on both the Milan and Paris Fashion Weeks. This is the first time in several years that Chinese celebrities were able to travel abroad for these events, and quite a slew of them went to participate, which is why there was such a interest in their attendance. That's also why we are focusing on Milan and Paris, because no one was able to go to New York. (laughs) (laughs) Come uh, for, you know, fall fashion week, Karen and I will see uh, who's going to visit and maybe try to uh, see if we can cite some celebrities. Well, the handsome Xiao Zhan, whom we have not talked in depth about in our podcast series yet, but is, of course, the star of The Untamed, first flew to Milan and then to Paris. As he is one of the most popular male Chinese celebrities, his visit was heavily scrutinized. His flight out of China had hordes of fans waiting to see if they could catch a glimpse of him. And then when he arrived in Milan, people were quite impressed with his fashion sense. His most notable look was at the Gucci show where he donned an oversized pale orange jacket with blue, gray, wide-legged trousers. He's been photographed all around Milan, and he has even posted fun photos of him with other celebrities like Li Yuchun and Liu Shishi, who were all in attendance to these beautiful events. He then made a pit stop in Florence, and now he's gallivanting around in Paris, taking in the sights at Notre Dame and the Tuileries Gardens. The primary commentary about his trip from what I have seen is that this trip solidified his status as an A-list star in China 
and one of the most marketable because he was so well-received in the West. He was sitting next to the Todd's CEO during that show who had Anna Wintour on the other side of the Todd CEO. For the Gucci show, Seljan was also sitting next to the Gucci CEO. The comparison is that male actors and celebrities that have come up in the last few years, such as Dylan Wong or Cheng Yi, Xu Kai, etc., do not yet have this star power, especially abroad. I mean, sitting next to CEOs for both of his shows, for any celebrity, not just in China, is a pretty big win, I would say. Tai Xuquan, a pop idol who was also in Milan during the same time for the Prada shows, had a much more muted reception to the point where people were like, who is this random person with this huge entourage? But apart from Xiao Zhan, who else was there? Liu Shishi, Liu Tao, Zeng Li, Zhong Xingtong, Zhang Jiani, and Li Yuchun were all in Milan. In Paris, we have Zhang Tianai, Guo Xiaoting, Guan Xiaotong, Liu Yifei, Zhang Ziyi, Zhou Dongyu, Cheng Yi, Jing Boran, among many others. And this isn't an exhaustive list. I would say from what I've been following, Zhang Tianai looked amazing in many of her looks in Paris. And everyone was commenting that, hey, look how great you look once you got rid of that no good ex-boyfriend, aka Xu Keqiang. Definitely check out her Weibo because I thought her looks were fantastic. But my favorite look, and this is a completely personal preference. My favorite looks came from the beautiful and timeless Fan Bingbing. We haven't talked about Fan Bingbing much on our podcast because she really hasn't uh, had a presence in the Chinese entertainment industry. The reason why is because, unfortunately, she has been blacklisted by the Chinese government for not paying her taxes several years back, which cost her her career in China and her relationship with Li Chen. We might cover this in another future podcast episode. Once again, pay your taxes, people. (laughs) The thing is, though, she is blacklisted in China, but that doesn't mean she cannot work outside of China. Fan Bingbing has had some movies and whatnot filmed over the last couple of years just abroad, or aka in the West, not in China. Fan Bingbing was previously hailed as China's queen of the red carpet, and many of her looks are absolutely iconic. She brought about plenty of Chinese-inspired looks to Western audiences at, for example, the Cannes Film Festival and many others. Her looks were even kept for museum display or bought for museum display. I remember seeing her dragon robe dress, or uh, I think it's like colloquially called the Long Pao Chun, is uh, or was on display at the Metropolitan Museum in New York City a few years back. So that was quite a sight to see. Anyways, on her Weibo, she posted several looks, and I've seen additional photography of her in various outfits and hairstyles in Paris, and she still looks utterly stunning. And she's pushing late 30s, so you gotta be really impressed with how great she looks. Highly recommend checking them out to see what a queen can do. But yes, sadly, this is the extent to which she can shine for at least Chinese audiences. That doesn't mean we don't get to talk about her and appreciate uh, her beautiful looks. Yeah, Karen, I think you got the two best dressed for the week. Now, I unfortunately have the privilege to talk about some of the duds on the red carpet. 
Wan Xiaotong, the young actress and girlfriend of ex-EXO member Lu Han, is a very pretty girl. But she's had a ton of trouble on the red carpet over the past few years. And unfortunately, her look for the Valentino show was also a flop this year. She was wearing this short white Valentino piece that tried to accentuate her long legs, but the makeup and the overall piece just didn't work. It literally looked like she was wearing an oversized white blouse that she thought would be okay in a corporate setting, but was too poofy. (laughs) So she ended up looking like she was wearing PJs. She also decided to wear a nude undershirt that clashed completely with her neck color. So all in all, it was not a great look. The thing is, Guan Xiaotong loves showing off her long legs, but the dresses that she tends to wear don't really show her greatest assets and instead make her look, uh, her upper body look a lot shorter. Now let's move on to the LV show. In attendance, we had brand ambassadors Liu Yifei and Zhou Dongyu. Gold medalist Eileen Gu and New Jeans member Haiyan were also sitting next to Liu Yifei for that show. I personally am not going to say more about Liu Yifei's dress because honestly, the LV women's collections have never really impressed me. And then Karen will get mad if I (laughs) say anything more. I thought she looked Fine. <laughs> yes, fine. That is that is all we will say. Fine. Yes, not to the extent of the beauty that was Fan Bingbing and you know how cool Zhang Tianai looked, but I thought she looked fine. What I will say is about another celebrity, Zhou Dongyu. Can you please, please, please have your stylist find a dress that fits you? Why do I say that? In the official photos, mind you, that she or her team published. Zhou Dongyu has a nip slip. <laughs> I didn't, I could not believe my eyes, but somebody posted was like, um, am I seeing this right? And, you know, I wasn't even searching for it. And I was like, yep, that's a nip slip. How did no <laughs> one catch that? <laughs> Someone needs to review all of these photos before publishing. And then again, please have your stylist find a dress that fits you. All in all, most of the ladies this time around decided to wear pretty monotone colors, so we got a lot of black from the Chinese celebrities, which is a big shame because they definitely shine more at the red carpets in China. Is that, you know, kind of your consensus, Karen? For the guys, Xiao Zhan was definitely the best dressed, but we also didn't get too many male celebrities um, in these fashion weeks this time. Oh, and uh, before we leave this topic... China also has, of course, a few supermodels walk the runways for several shows. The most famous is, of course, Liu Wen, who was one of the first Chinese models to walk the Victoria's Secret fashion show years back, when it was still a thing. Now, this time she participated in several shows, including the Prada and Alexander McQueen shows. I thought she did fine on the runway, but I um, deeply questioned my own fashion sense because I totally did not get what she was wearing on the runway for several of her shows. All right, that was fun Fashion Week gossip. If there's any picture or celebs photos that you want us to share or post let us know because i don't know if you have weibo uh listeners and you can like find all this information but we are happy to go stalk these celebrities for you and post the information um let's conclude today's episode with a more dour topic 
A few weeks ago, a behind-the-scenes video between Zhao Lusi and Wu Lei began circling online that gained a lot of attention. This is a scene that the two were filming for Xing Han Tanlan, or Love Like the Galaxy, in which both are on horseback. Now, back over the summer, the two Zhao Lusi and Wu Lei, this pairing was extremely popular when Love Like the Galaxy or Xing Han Tanlan was airing, and plenty of fans wanted this relationship to move from the small screen into real life. But what happened? Personally, I'm a little surprised this video is making waves so many months after the drama aired because it's like, uh, okay. And we'll talk about this, but uh, to be honest, this video shouldn't have been as big of a deal as it is, though now everyone's seen it. So what happened? The two, Zhao Lusi and Wu Lei, were supposed to film a scene where Wu Lei's character uh, taught Zhao Lusi's character how to ride a horse. Wu Lei is very proficient on horseback and can control the horse very well. He does most of his stunts by himself on the horse. The director yells action, and Wu Lei, who was controlling the horse, motioned for the horse to begin galloping. Zhao Lusi, who is sitting in front of Wu Lei on the horse, however, wasn't paying attention and did not hear the director. She immediately started freaking out and cursed Wu Lei out with some very nasty language and yelled at him to stop. Wu Lei at first thought she was in character because this is kind of in character for what the scene required, but quickly realized that she wasn't in character and immediately reined the horse in. In the video, you can see that Zhao Lusi was actually quite uh, violent towards Wu Lei, hitting him repeatedly for scaring her and also cussing up a storm. I remember seeing a more blurry version with a lower audio quality months ago, and that video was even edited to be a like fun blooper video, right? Yes, I remember seeing that video as well. I thought I was like, oh, it, I thought you know the two were past it; it's not a big deal. The blooper video did not show her cussing, though, so they cut that out. Now, the original poster posted like the full video, but it was just very hard to see and hear what was happening. The original poster said, hey, Zhao Lusi used some very nasty language. Apparently, Zhao Lusi's PR team basically sued the poster for defamation and ordered her to take down the video and apologize, which she did. What's interesting is that this High definition video is now only being released, but we can clearly see and hear the whole thing. And yes, it does not look good. And now the entire internet is shocked at how foul mouthed and uh, violent Jalusi is. Everyone here is also praising Wu Lei for his control and composure in this moment of stress because he did not say anything. He was very gentlemanly, and you know, if you look at him in the video, he was trying to make light of it so that everybody could uh, calm down. He just reined in the horse, didn't touch Jalusi, and dismounted when it was safe after honestly being cussed out by her and getting physically hit. Now let me. Put it in perspective. What she said, what Zhao Lusi said in the moment of panic, was swear words that are not in your day-to-day vocabulary. It was not a simple f bomb. If it was an f bomb, I think nobody would have cared. She basically cussed out Wu Lei's mom in that moment. Let me stress again: most people who speak 
any form of the Chinese language, do not use or learn this phrase, which is why it was such a shock to hear to most people, me included. Yeah, I was like, I did not know this type of uh, insult existed, and I'm not happy that I learned <laughs> that I <know>. this existed. <laughs> Yeah, for this, I mean, I don't want to provide an equivalent in English because it's very vulgar. Many eyebrows were raised as to Jalus's true character then because following her roles in, for example, romance of Tiger and Rose or Chen Tian, which helped her achieve fame, she's marketed herself as a cute young woman, someone who is sweet and kind, a Tianmei. But now that's completely changed given the video evidence shown here because people don't usually uh, say the things she said. And also she was very uh, aggressive in hitting Wule in this moment. It's not cute at all. Honestly, like we said, this video wouldn't have caused such a stir if her fans and honestly her team didn't try to play it off with some pretty outlandish excuses. So what happened? The video got posted and then her fans immediately went up in arms on the internet to protect their celebrity, saying that this video was edited, she's not actually cussing at Wule, we're mishearing her. Some fans even said, so what if she said some nasty things? She was panicking, so what? He deserved it. Some fans even said, hey, she's from Sichuan province. That is a normal phrase to say. This was a funny, uh, excuse because immediately people from Sichuan began posting, um, no, that's not the case, and just continue to denounce that fact. I will also say my dad is from a neighboring province, Chongqing, and he never uses this language. The most outrageous part of this, though, is that her fans then turned their vitriol towards Wule for quote unquote putting her in harm's way. This I don't get because um, she was the one who wasn't paying attention when the director yelled action. He did absolutely nothing wrong. And if you see in the whole video, he did his best to diffuse the situation. If you see a longer clip of the video, when Zhao Lusi finally gets off the horse, he has to take several breaths to calm himself down. But he like does not say anything. He doesn't, you know, physically do anything either. So in my mind, I'm like, what was Wuli supposed to do? What is fascinating is that after the video was released, and I'm assuming she and her team were pummeled with questions or just uh, accusations and, you know, investigations, her team came out with a statement uh, saying that recent events have harmed Miss Zhao's reputation. Her team is adamant in working to protect Miss Zhao's rights and privileges. I'm paraphrasing here. The key is that they are not denouncing her actions. They are not coming out and saying that she did not do these things, more so just stepping forward to uh, wanting to retain her reputation and prevent that from uh, causing her further harm. Furthermore, at no point has she come forward to apologize for how she behaved uh, at all. Everything has been said through her PR team or her fans, exactly. It's not entirely clear from this video what the impact will be to Jalus's career because it is certainly not blacklist worthy, uh, but I will say that people are definitely gonna be taking a pause when examining Jalus's future uh, output, and she has certainly lost a number of fans when this video came to light. The real takeaway here, though, is that San Shi Di Di, aka Wu Lei, 
uh, is a true gentleman and we really respect him for how he handled the whole situation. And that is it for today's podcast episode. Thanks again so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. We will catch you in the next podcast episode.